there is trap set up for you in every corner of this town and so you learn the only way to go Hello and welcome to Send Us Your Nudes, a podcast where Zach and I talk about whatever we want to or whatever we feel like it, but always somehow tie it back into mac and cheese. Every time. Every single time. All the time. Macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. It's a law of the land around here. <laughs> the law of the land. If you don't eat mac and cheese, you die. You must worship the gods of macaroni and cheese. Okay. For so they provide. So it's like... um. Chinese sort of like government style. It is the way. It is the like special breed of communism where you have to worship mac and cheese. Cheesism. 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 Okay. Well, I'm Kelsey. And I'm Zach. And welcome to episode seven of our podcast. Send us your nudes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. The, The podcast is called Send Us Your Nudes, Zach. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, um, so today we just finished eating uh, this week's Mac, and it was really, really good, and we're kind of falling asleep because it was so good, and Turbo <laughs> was trying to claw his way out of the room. He was, like, so happy to be in here with us a second ago, but now he's, like, he's just being himself. He's scratching the door and being okay. Now he's being lovely. Thanks, Trevor. You're doing a good job. So, we've been taking a break because our lives have both been super busy, but with un, like, exciting things. Things that, like, are just not, like, podcast-worthy. They're just... <laughs> They're paying the bills. They're yeah, working, working a lot a for lot. me, anyway. Yeah, and the same. Putting in yeah. a lot of hours and doing a lot of training at the Dojang. Trying to keep that Hapkido game up. Well, so you can fight anybody at any time, uh, including yeah. any of our listeners that challenged you to a fight. Please, please don't, please don't. Put oh my that God, I there. hope that a person like sends in uh, right. like a challenge to the the Facebook message, like the Facebook inbox. Okay. Um, and challenges you to a fight. Um. All right. Well, I guess we'll have to see how that goes. But they, I but don't they can't want to fight anybody. They can but come maybe fight. Good, maybe if it's a good spar. Maybe if you got a boxing ring somewhere we can go to and just kind of, you know, do a little light sparring. I, I, I guess I'd be down for that. Are you give them your address. Or give them no, your address. Do. I'm not going to do that. Not but, now, but like if they challenge you. Yeah. So. And then they can come to the house, but they can't come up the lane. They can't come up the lane. Yeah. But you can fight them at the end of the lane. Okay. Well, if anybody knows of a place they want to spar... I'm down oh, far. literally right outside your house. No, 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 no. We can't even build a ring in the road. Okay. All right. No, I see where you're going with this now. Yeah. We'll just no, get, we're gonna, we'll no, just we're get crime up, scene tape and put it around. We're going to put up flyers, okay, a week in advance, and we're going to build up the hype in the neighborhood, uh-huh. and then we're going to cut off the cul-de-sac at the end of my street. Okay. And we're going to, and in the middle of the of the grass ring that is the cul-de-sac. Yeah. We'll have a stage there. Oh, okay. So you're saying that we're going to just, like, tape off the cul-de-sac. Yeah. Okay, so they can... They can't... Everyone that lives in the cul-de-sac either has to put forth a challenger. Okay, yeah. Or we won't let them drive out of the cul-de-sac. Okay, cul-de-sac tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Well, other people can come, too, but I'm saying, like, 
They can't leave the cul-de-sac. They can't drive out of it unless they give us a challenger. They've got to fight their way out. Yeah. Well, no, they don't have to fight their way out, like, necessarily. <laughs> but they have to... There has to be a tribute. There has to be a tribute. Okay. Well, anyway, so we've been super busy, and I haven't seen Zach to talk about what I've been wanting to talk to him about, which is the Bonnaroo lineup, because it was, like, released last week, and it's insane, like, crazy balls, like, ridiculousness. Crazy Balls Ridiculousness uh-huh. is actually their um, their theme. That's what it, yeah, that's what it says in the poster. That's their theme it says Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival, Crazy Ass Balls. Or Crazy Balls, what? what crazy as Balls. Crazy as Balls, yeah. That's what it says. So, I don't... Zach knows I've been to Bonnaroo several times. I love it. It's like, right. every year I cry when I can't go. And like, during law school, I wasn't allowed to go, really, because... My exam week, my final, like, for the year exams usually fell the same week of or the week after. I see. So I wasn't ever able to go or I would have went. Oh. Yeah. I have never been. It is. To Bonnaroo. It is a great experience. Um, I would love to go. I haven't been yet. Maybe I'll make it this year. Yeah, maybe. I'll well, just, you should. I, I should. Like, look at this. I should make it a priority. I mean, look at this, this freaking. Look at this. It's great. It's a great lineup. But basically, if you don't know what Bonnaroo is, it is a music and arts festival where you camp. You can camp at the um, like the farm, which it's in Manchester, Tennessee, on like a few acres of land. Okay. This person just bought a farm and or bought like all these this land okay, and so then they, yeah, created um I believe had the land prior and then um Bonnaroo like rents it from them every year, I believe. And the people that own the land are also super big in music too. So they're like Okay. Yeah, they're they're pretty cool. Alright. Well it sounds like it works out for everybody. Yeah. Um I would say like what you heard Woodstock was is kind of what Bonnaroo is. Sure. It's like everyone's friendly, complete strangers. They're just great people. Um, I haven't had a bad experience with another human being while I've been there. Excellent. Well, that just and I, I hate mean... dealing with the public. Usually. <laughs> so. uh, you know what? The, a lot of the concert goers are probably the same type of people. They and are, yeah. Bro- and you've got a brotherhood in a sense. It's just like a whole like peace and love kind of thing where mm. they're just like, you know what? I'll give you some beer or soda or whatever if they're camping like beside you at your site. Yeah, and you need something, um, I guess. Yeah, you can just ask people to borrow crap. They'll give you the shirt right off their back. They're pretty great. But that's what it is. So this lineup is kind of all over the place, but in like a good way. So um, it sounds like there's variety. Yeah, there's always variety, but normally Bonnaroo is like more alternative indie kind of stuff. Sure. But this year, like, the freaking Grand Old Opry is going to be there on Thursday. The Grand Old Opry. I, I mean, I get it, but... It's just weird. Know, at the same time, I don't. Like, I mean, that's that's pretty crazy. But what are the, who are their special guests? I don't know, but that's what's going to be crazy about it. It's like, they have every year, like, a super jam for bluegrass. So I'm assuming... They don't have it this year. So I'm assuming that's what is replacing... The Grand Old Op or the Grand Old Opry is replacing like the Bluegrass Super Jam. Okay. Um, they just have a regular Super Jam instead, 
And so, yeah, the headliners, the main headliners this year are Tool, Lizzo, and Tame Impala, which is really weird. <laughs> oh, that's a, a variety. Uh-huh. Yeah, like they, they don't have, they didn't like, um, set, the way that they release this lineup, they usually have the one big headliner at the top. Okay. Like, and it says like, Elton John. And they usually, if I'm not mistaken, release a lineup that doesn't have the days already on it. I don't know if they're just like trying to follow Coachella. Because Coachella does that every year. They release the days already. Okay. Um, but I don't think they did that when I went. Um, I'm going to look up the... Which I have a game for you. Okay. We'll see if you can guess. Because um, Bonnaroo's been around for like 20-ish or more years. So I'm going to give you like the main headliner. And then you're going to have to guess what year. Like based on what you know about just when things were popular. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, this is the first year I've seen that they've done the, the split lineup. And they've walked... No, okay, so they've added a bunch of people. Since they released it? They, the whole lineup has changed. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, wait, sorry, oops. <laughs> no, I was looking <laughs> at the wrong one. Uh-huh. Okay, so last year's had the Grand Ole Opry as well um, on Thursday, which is cool, I guess. But it kind of changes things. Um, okay, but this one is insane. Like, Liz O'Toole, Tame Impala, Miley Cyrus, Flume, Bass Nectar, Vampire Weekend, Lana Del Rey... Flogging Molly. Flogging Molly. Tenacious D. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Like, just a bunch of cool shit. <laughs> like, I'm very excited. Um, and also, the one that we thought was funny when we were first looking at it was Nelly. And he's only performing country grammar. Yeah, which just is, an album. Y- y'all know that country grammar was Nelly's first album. So, he's just performing that entire album and probably nothing else. Nope, there'll be nothing else, and, and then he'll just leave. Which is which is hilarious. Um, so yeah, it it's pretty packed. Like the nineteen seventy five, Run the Jewels, Glass Animals, Young the Giant, Megan the Stallion, Brittany Howard, Tipper, like just crazy. It's craziness, um, and it provides a little bit for everyone. But I'm gonna continue with my game now because I'm really excited to see if you can guess some of these. Because some of these are kind of off the wall crazy. Okay. Um, so I'm going to give you three choices. All right. And you're going to have to guess what year this person headlined. Okay. All right. Obviously, two of these will be wrong. One of them will be right. I'm not going to give you the like, you know, like a person that was also there but not headlined. You know, I'm not going to fuck you over. Okay. All right. So you're going to guess the year. So I'm going to give you three people. No, I've confused myself. How have I done this? <laughs> I'm gonna give this you. I'm gonna give you the performer. Okay. And you have to guess the year. I'm gonna give you three years that it could possibly be that the performer performed. That the performer performed. And headlined at Bonner. Okay. So your performer is Radiohead. Okay. Okay. All right. So. I'm going to make sure that they haven't perf- headlined another year, and I've screwed you over. Okay, so your years are 2010, 2012, and 2004. When do you think Radiohead... 2004. Was it Bonner? No. Oh, man. 2010? 
2012. They were in 2012. Also in 2006. So, I did not give you that one as, a, as an answer. So your next performer is Dave Matthews Band. Okay. Okay. And I know for a fact, Dave Matthews Band comes to Bonnaroo quite often. So I'm going to try to be very careful here. Were they there in 2006, 2005, or 2002? I'm going to go with 2005. You are correct. They were there with Widespread Panic and the Allman Brothers and Jack Johnson and Alston Krauss and Union Station. That's a great show. And also Modest Mouse. That, like, that would have been a great show. Uh huh, that was 2005. Um, okay. So I'm going to give you another performer. This is your... I would love to see Modest Mouse. Me too. I've been wanting to see them forever. But when they do come around, the tickets sell out almost immediately and are also really expensive. Very expensive. Like $80 plus. Yes. Like $80 for a nosebleed seat. It's crazy. Okay. So your performer is Eminem. Okay. Was he a headliner in 2002, 2011... Or 2008? 2011. You're correct. He was there with Arcade Fire, Widespread Panic, again. <laughs> the Black Keys, My Morning Jacket, Little Wayne, Mumford and Sons, The Strokes, The Decemberists, Bass Nectar, Iron and Wine, Primus, and Allison Krauss. <laughs> uh, good old Allison She's coming back. There again. Yeah. That also sounds like a very good show. Well, I, I that was just the top three shows. rows. Um, Dude, like, Sleigh Bells, Best Coast, Loretta Lynn was there. Oh, my. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What year? Uh, 2011. I didn't go this year, but... Oh, my God, Google Bordello was there. Have you ever I heard of him? I don't know who that is. He's... Cr okay, I had never heard of him either until I went to Bonnaroo uh, in 2014. And what could you say about him? What, what He's crazy. Him? I'm going to have to show you, like, a video of him performing, just and, in general. And what's his name? Google Bordello. Google Bordello. Goo Google Bordello. Like that's how you... Google Bordello. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm probably butchering everything, but... Yeah, that, that'll be the intro song this week. It'll be a Google Bordello song. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so... Your next artist... There's only five of these. So you've gotten... You've gotten three right. Or two right. Two right. You've gotten two right. If you get... Yeah. This is the fourth one. Oh my gosh, I'm so full of mac and cheese. Like, I'm so tired. It's ridiculous. <laughs> a little sluggish myself. Yes. Um, so, your next artist is Paul McCartney. Okay. And was he there in 2005, 2009, or 2013? 2005? Nope. Guess again. 2013. Yeah. Oh. I was sad I had to miss that one. I, that was like the year before I started going. But like, imagine seeing Paul McCartney at Bonnaroo. It's just weird. Weird to me. The Beach Boys were there. I can believe that. And Wu-Tang Clan. I can believe that as well. And Bjork. R. Kelly. Ooh. Uh, okay. Passion Pit. Kendrick Lamar. Uh, Macklemore. Um, dude, lots of cool stuff. Lots of people that we listen to now that... Are like big names in indie. They're like at the very bottom of the list because they hadn't gotten really big yet. Right. Which is crazy. Like now they're now they're super big. Like 
Sylvanesso is at the bottom of this list. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so your next, your last artist. This is for all the bacon. This is for a chance. You never posted anything on my Facebook wall. Oh, that's right. Remember, you were going to post a stupid thing on my Facebook wall? Yes. That's going to be the prize this time, too. Okay. So you can just post two things. Yeah, you, your other prize expired. So you, uh, this right, is the fine. new prize. All right, fine. Um, so the next one is Elton John. So was he there in 2008, 2014, or 2019? So recent, too. Mm-hmm. What were the choices again? 2008, 2014, or 2019? I want to go with 2014. You're correct. That's the year I went. <laughs> that was my first year that I went. He was there with Kanye West, Jack White, Lionel Richie, Vampire Weekend, the Avett Brothers, Phoenix, Skrillex, Arctic Monkeys, Frank Ocean, Flaming Lips, Nick Cave and the Bad Seed. Oh my. Yeah, those. Damien Alburn. I saw him. He was oh really my. good. Yeah. Um, oh, it was freaking awesome. He didn't do any gorillas work, though, at all. It was just all his, like, sad, depressing yeah. other stuff. Neutral Milk Hotel was there. Uh huh. Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> James Blake was there. Romeo, this Broken a, Bells. That was a very good lineup. Ice Cube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, my favorite that I saw, though, was Cake. Because <sighs> they don't tour anymore. Oh, so I, I knew that, like... 2014, the, huh? That was a good year. Well, I mean, it could happen again. Cake could totally come back. Because they've been to Bonnaroo several times. And it would just be awesome if they showed up. Or, you know, maybe we're on the 2021 lineup. Yes. The they dream lineup. Yeah. So you win a post on my Facebook wall. All right. I got to take advantage of this. You got, you got to actually do it this I time. I got to actually do this. Like, after we record, you can you, you can do it. And then, so be thinking of what you want to post. Okay. And then I'll take a screenshot of it and for proof and put it on our Facebook page, our Twitter page, and our Instagram page. Okay. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot for a second what social media we had. Um, the Bonnaroo lineup looks great. Uh, those who are listening should totally go check it out. What I always liked about Bonnaroo was discovering other people that I've never seen before, like or never heard of. Yeah, because you just like walk past the stage, and if you like what you're hearing, you just listen. You know, you just <laughs> listen to it because, like, seeking out new music is different from like walking past it while it's going on. You know, just by a song title or like an artist name, you can't really tell what's yeah, happening. Yeah, you're not good at that. Yeah, it's better I mean, to hear it first. You would have to really like go through each artist and pull them up on YouTube and listen to their music. Yeah. I don't really want to do that. Okay, so let's talk about the mac and cheese for this week. This mac and cheese was sent in by my cousin Crystal, who's a supporter of the show. Thank you, Crystal. She's great. She sent us this in and said it was her famous recipe um, and it didn't disappoint. No, it didn't. Um, but I told Zach I was going to tell him a funny story about Crystal um, and me and my cousin Morgan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You mentioned that. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, she almost killed us. She almost killed you? Yes. How? Um, what? By crashing us into a hole. A giant hole in the ground. With what? A four-wheeler. A four-wheeler. Yeah. I told, I told Zach that the story was about a four-wheeler and he looked at me like really funny before when we were in the kitchen making mac near death by four wheeler yes 
Um, I think I was like five or something, but I remember this vividly because I was really scared. I can um, imagine. And so you're five years old, you're sitting on this four-wheeler, uh-huh. clutching your older cousin? Yeah, well, no, my other older cousin was there. Oh, oh I my, see. My cousin Morgan was there, and she's four years older than me. Okay. And Crystal, I think, was like a teenager. She's like 16 or something like that at this time. Okay. So I don't know exactly how old, much older than me Crystal is. Oh. She probably would like punch me in the face if she if I'm like really wrong. If she's like <laughs> not that much older than I'm me. Only a couple years old. I'm not nine years older than you. I'm like six years older than you. Oh, yeah. Anyway, difference. yeah. So she was taking us on a four wheeler ride on my grandpa's four wheeler and we were going through a field and there was a giant hole, like a crater in that had like grass grown up around it so it was completely disguised in the ground oh booby trap yeah it was like a big fucking booby trap and she, we were just riding along and you know having a grand old fucking time and here comes the big fucking hole um and it was like exactly the right size to fit a four-wheeler in yeah like she just like was going so fast that she like hovered above it and then just like kind of dropped down perfectly inside it. <laughs> like a cartoon. Yeah. It was, it was ridiculous. Um, but we were all trapped in a hole. Um, because we were several acres away. And we couldn't really scream and be like. Somebody to hear you. Somebody, Yeah, somebody couldn't hear us. So we were all trapped in this hole. And I remember vividly. I don't remember like. I remember the experience getting into the hole vividly. But I don't remember getting out of the hole. Oh. Um, I remember somebody coming to save us, but it, it was like a f- quite a few minutes later. So you so, just hung out in the hole for a little so while. So we were just in the hole for a while. Yeah. And you couldn't get off of the, couldn't get off the four wheeler. I don't remember getting off of it. I remember sitting on it. I'm just sitting there. But I don't remember getting rescued. I don't remember like someone towing the four wheeler out or um, digging around it or whatever. I see. I just remember cartoon like hole, us getting inside of it. <laughs> or us being swallowed by it, basically. Right. Um, yeah, it was a near-death experience with Crystal that I hold dear to my heart. Well, let's see if she redeems herself with her macaroni and cheese. <laughs> to talk about the macaroni and cheese, we have our little five-tier uh, rating process where we start with noodle. With noodle, the coolest word ever. Um, so for Crystal's mac and cheese, we gave it a three out of five for noodle because it just called for like elbow mac and cheese, mm-hmm. um, which got the job done. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, really you could use any noodle you wanted to. I chose noodle or elbow macaroni. I chose noodle. I chose noodle. <laughs> <laughs> I chose elbow macaroni just because. I knew it would work well. It suits the purpose every time. So for noodle, we gave it a three out of five. Um, and next is cheese. So when I say that this recipe called for an ass load of cheese, I mean it called for an ass load of cheese. There's so much cheese and I that think, qualifies for an ass yes, load. Yes, I think that we called the amount of cheese that Missy wanted us to put in her like recipe on our inaugural episode and uh-huh. ass load no way missy if you're listening this was so much more <laughs> yeah this is the most cheese 
per noodle ratio that I've ever had. We had an entire like wok full of cheese just, sauce. It was just It cheese. was insane. It was like, what, six, four cups? Uh-huh. Four cups of cheese? Or almost. more. No, because it was like three bags of no, cheese. two, four, six. Yeah. Yeah, six. so it was like six, or six, oh my god, three bags of shredded cheese yeah. that had like at least two cups in them. And then we had slices of Munster Munster and, and smoked provolone that were like layered in between the other the noodles and stuff and the other cheeses so it was like I don't know probably like five pounds of cheese <laughs> like it was and it was really thick oh my god um, it was so thick yeah it was just very very thick this macaroni and cheese is a baked macaroni and cheese yes so we had to make a, uh, Kelsey prepared an egg and milk kind of uh, mixture. Yeah, because the recipe called for like milk and eggs to be mixed together. Like raw eggs, not like scrambled eggs because that would be weird. Right. Um, yeah. God, that would be so weird. Ooh. Um, ooh, what if they have breakfast mac and cheese? They'd have to. Yeah, we'll have to try to find a recipe for that. I think we will. Anyway, um, so I, the recipe called for that to be like drizzled over it and then put in the oven um and so we did that and we think like didn't really add much to the recipe except for making it like kind of congeal together more yeah um and i think some of the moisture from the milk helped make it a lot more moist than it yeah it wasn't been. it wasn't like like you know how some casserole mac and cheeses get really dry yeah like it was juicy. It, it was, was it was a juicy I mean, mac. It, it it was it was it was juicy mac. Like it was not dry or or anything like that. It was very easy to eat, and it was again really thick with cheese and yeah. a lot of varieties of cheese. So it just it kind of had different layers to it, and uh, even some stringiness from adding mozzarella. Yeah. So so we gave it a four out of five. Uh, we didn't give it a five out of five because. Some of the cheese we thought was unnecessary. Like, I know that sounds like a bad word to say cheese is unnecessary. But with that many cheeses, <laughs> it, one of the cheeses that was hard to detect the taste of was Munster. Munster. And the provolone, like, it had, like, a smoky flavor to it, but it also kind of was lost. It, yeah, these flavors were, were generally lost in the rest of the cheese. Uh, and it was mostly... It's mostly about the different like consistencies yeah. of the Munster and Provolone versus the other cheese. Yeah, those two kind of made it stretchy too. Yeah. Like when we layered it up, there were like defined layers of the Provolone and the Munster yes. when you were eating it. Um, that's why we gave it a four out of five instead of a five out of five because... Some of the cheese just felt like kind of unnecessary. It didn't really add any flavor to it that yeah. wasn't already there with other cheese. Okay, so for presentation, we gave it a four out of five because it did look really pretty in the casserole dish. It did. I'll give it um, that. And it came out like congealed together. Um, you could see like where most of our casseroles have breadcrumbs on them. This one, you could see all the noodles on the top. So it looked more like mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah. There were there was no real uh, obfuscation. Yeah, you could just see it clear as day. Um, for technique, we gave it a four out of five. Also, 
Um, it was pretty easy to make. Like, yeah. you just kind of got the cheeses together. Um, I mean, there obviously was like the extra step of eggs and whisking them with milk and that kind of thing. But and it took a while. And like layering, but yeah, and it and it took a while in the oven. Yeah, um, yeah, it took forty minutes in the oven. So um, for that reason, we gave it a four out of five because um, it was it was easy to make. It just there were just a couple extra steps. Um, and for taste, we, we gave it a four out of five. We gave it four out of five, pretty gladly. I mean, I it, I thought it was tasty. I thought it was very tasty. Um, I liked the thickness of the cheese. I mean, yeah, we say it was a whole lot of extra cheese, but uh, or at least a little unnecessary. Mm -hmm. But but it was still very good. I did like the complexity of the flavors. So I was, I, was, I was happy to give it a 4 out of 5. Yeah, and so overall, it got a 19 out of 25. Uh, I believe that get, that puts it in, like, what, third place? Second place? Yeah. All right. So with that, Crystal, your mac and cheese is approved by us. We liked it. Very much um, so. We ate a lot of it. That's why we're tired and lethargic <laughs> right now. Very. Um, and we'll probably go take a nap a little bit later I, yeah. I one's definitely in order for me yeah let's stretch out and do your like old man sleeping thing with, yeah with my mouth open you sleep on snoring loud. yeah zach sleeps on his back with his arms crossed <laughs> with his mouth open i mean really i can sit up snoring. I, can, I can i can sleep in about any position really but mostly that's how you sleep oh yeah if i can okay turbo We're turbo is here. he's he, he's like i don't know really crazy right now yeah all right we'll get you out of here soon enough buddy we know you have like other cat things to do we are apparently. keeping him, we are keeping him from completing his other projects for the evening his, oh. his night's not over yet he's where are his other projects um well right now he's got something in furball management oh okay that he's got to handle uh because it's a it's a one-man job you know well, he's also a cat, and he has fur, and you don't, so you can't help him with, you know. I can't help him with You don't have the fur stuff. skills to help him with fur ball. The only stuff. skill I have is sweeping up the fur balls that he does not handle. Yeah, so like of the Turbo Corporation, in the fur ball management department, you're like the janitor. Basically, yeah. Okay. I'm the heavy man. All right, what else does he have to do? Uh, and then he has to... Do a a security inspection. Oh, okay. Of the whole of the whole facility. Okay. Yeah. All departments. All departments. He okay. has to scan. Uh, he has to ensure that the integrity. I saw him kicking somebody out earlier while we were yeah, making the he, mac and cheese. Yeah, he does. Do There's some, a really suspicious bug on the door. He does pest management. He does do yeah. pest management as well. He's kicking that gentleman out. So he's he's taking care of business. As he, like, as he likes to this. say, that's okay. on his. That's on his iPod. Okay, is that the only? Is, is the only song he listens to? Oh, he's got several. He's, he's got "Eye of the Tiger." Yeah, "Cat he's in the Cradle." "Cat in the Cradle." He's got the entire discography of Cat Stevens. He's got "Taking Care of Business" as an outlier. Yeah. <laughs> of all of his other music. Because um, it just suits his personality. Yeah, you know what? If Turbo was an adult man. Adult human. He would be his aura 
His aura. His vibe. His his whole aesthetic uh-huh. would be like mid fifties dad who likes classic rock and roll. You hear this, Turbo? Why why do you think why, that? Why do you what what else would his aesthetic be? Um gosh, yeah, you know what? With the way his hair's parted there, <laughs> He does have a comb over. Yeah. He's got a part in the middle and it comes over. But his personality is very like... He gets drunk at the sports bar uh-huh. on, on Thursday nights and sings his song a little too loudly when it comes on. Yeah, he does karaoke. Or at least like when the song's just playing over the speakers in the restaurant. He's just singing along. He sings Danger Zone. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Sees that, Kiss. Ooh, yeah, he probably likes Kiss. He sings a lot of Kiss. And he likes Queen, too. Uh, oh, okay. Also has an affinity for Rod Stewart. I mean, really, like, you know. Oh, I don't, I can't see the Rod Stewart thing. Uh, but, like, I can see him liking, like, if you think I'm sexy. Yeah. He, and maybe Maggie May. And getting real sad at night, like, crying alone in a corner to first cut is the deepest. <laughs> like, him, you know, those, those Rod Stewart great songs them great songs them great Ron Stewart songs is <laughs> yeah Turbo uh, we'll get you out of here as soon as possible so please don't uh, alert the manager um, don't be Karen don't the, be a the Karen. male version of Karen or Susan or Susan yeah you gotta watch out for Rod Susan's. Robert no Rod Rod R-O-D that is that is Turbo's adult Human male name is Rod. Is Rod. <laughs> Rod McStevens. And not just because he listens to Rod Stewart. It's just. Just a coincidence. It's just Rod. Yeah. His but it, it's Rod. not even. It's not even like short for anything. His name is just Rod. Oh, it's not even Roderick. No, it's just Rod. Roger. Rod. Rod. <laughs> oh my Rod, God. Rod. Well. Well, that's it for this. We week. could spend, I could spend the next few hours make like making up stupid making up a, a stupid stories alias. about what Turbo's life would be like as a human, as a human, as a human male. Um, but we could just stop here at that and maybe do it again next week. Um, because I would love to flesh this out more. Gonna, all right, we're fleshing you out, Rod. Fleshing you out, Rod. We, we need to come up with his last name before next week. Okay. Right. We'll come up with his last name. It's got, it's got to be like the typical dad, like a very dad name. We need to take it off the list of 90s American <gasps> names. Yes. Doug Nut. Doug Nut. <laughs> Robson. Rob. Robson. Robson. <gasps> he could be Rob. Rob Doug Nut. Not short for Robert, just Robson. But Bobson's brother, Rob. Robson. I don't know. It's either, it's either Rob or Rod. That's gotta Rod, be what it is. Rod. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Rodson. <laughs> Rodson. Yes, I like Rodson. Rodson Dugnut. Rodson Dugnut. No, Dugnut is not a believable dad last name, though. It doesn't matter. Just, well, we'll, okay, we'll think of the, the we'll, last... We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll nail out the name for next week before next week. Okay. Okay. Alright. So, I hope you guys have enjoyed listening um, you can find us on Facebook, the Send Us Your News Podcast Facebook page. You can find us on Instagram at Send Us Your News. I almost forgot. 
Um, you can find us on Twitter at send us your nudes. Um, I've been trying to tweet a little bit more lately, trying to get those sweet memes out. Um, so people can be like, ha ha, I relate to this mac and cheese meme. Uh, <laughs> if you have a recipe, you can send it to nudespodcast at gmail.com. N-O-O-D-Z podcast at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, make sure to follow us on all the social medias. Support us. Do, yes. Yes, all the support that you yes, can give us. Yes, all of it. <laughs> as as Kelsey has been diligently manning the helm on all the social media front. I've been trying to. Send us your nudes. It's highly appreciated by the whole team. Oh, it's Turbo. Oh my god, can Turbo be our manager? Tur- Turbo's, yeah. Our producer? He, yes, he's our producer. Okay, okay, he's our producer. He really does make stuff happen around Produced here. Produced by Turboman. Turbo Rod Doug. Well, we'll read okay. it. Okay, okay. So... See you all later. See you next week. Bye. Bye.